Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode on Almost Adulting with me, your bestie, Violet Benson, and your big sister, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> but don't stop calling me. Sorry, that was annoying. Whatever. Whatever. I'm in a good mood. Get over it, okay? Um, anyway, so today's episode, we are wrapping up friendship breakups. Basically, if you listen to last week's episode, which was my live show at the Hollywood Improv, I talked about a few different things. And one of them being, um, signs that you have a ride or die best friend. And I did not end up diving into friendship breakups, although on the YouTube channel I did, which is why this Tuesday episode is all about reasons why it feels painful when you're going through a friendship breakup, how to get through the friendship breakup, how to mend your broken heart. And also um, I answered a few of your questions, including something weird about me that you never knew (laughs) that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, No, it's not a third nipple, something even, not that that's weird, but it's something pretty odd. So maybe we'll be much closer after this one. But I do think it has to do with the fact that I'm deaf in one of my ears, which is why one of my other senses is heightened. But I'm not going to say what it is now. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, um, make sure to leave me a five-star review if you enjoy it. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Almost Adulting, on YouTube. And if you have any questions or anything like that, you know, just shoot me a DM on Violet Benson or Almost Adulting. And don't forget to tune in this Thursday to the last and final episode of the August month that was all about cheating and breakups. And then we will be heading into September, which don't worry, it's still going to be about uh, taking care of yourself, mental health and all that. But uh it's pretty fucking exciting. And then after September, we're going to get so weird. Oh my God. After September month, October and November is like conspiracy month and murder month and like some weird shit. So I'm super excited to finally get past <laughs> all this stuff. But for now, this is exciting too, obviously. So anyway, yeah. Enjoy friendship breakups. I mean, don't enjoy your friendship breakup, but enjoy this episode. Hope it helps you with any confusion that you have. Hope it makes you feel at ease knowing that you're not alone. If you're currently going through a friendship breakup, trust me, sometimes it is so much more painful than a relationship breakup. And I'll explain why. Love you. Enjoy. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. So today's episode is about friendship and friendship breakups. And I didn't realize how hard this topic would be because 
you know, I just thought it was going to be simple. And I started to do a bunch of research and I was listening to different TED Talks to kind of get a better understanding of, you know, why we fall apart when it comes to friendships or from toxic friendships to it just drifting apart or what happens, how do you cope with it? And I came to the conclusion that, holy shit, there are literally marriage counselors out there, dating therapists, songs and movies of our relationships and breakups, but there's nothing really out there when it comes to friendship breakups. So I think it almost makes sense why we, a lot of the time, don't know how to cope with it. So I don't think I can fully cover everything in one episode. I think it's going to take more than one episode. And and yeah, but I'll do my best to cover a lot of the questions that you guys asked me and to kind of also share my experience. But first, I wanted to answer a few questions. That's a Q&A that you guys asked me. Um, okay, so the first question that I got was, have you ever felt lost? The answer to that is yes, of course. Um, there's quite a few times in my life as I'm going through change, changes that I felt lost and the best way for you to feel okay about feeling lost is that A, everyone else goes through it. But also, I think the minute you start to feel lost in your life, it's most likely because you've begun to outgrow whatever, wherever you are in your life. And it means that it's time for a change. So instead of looking at feeling lost like such a negative and comparing yourself to other people, be proud of the fact that you're lost because that means that you are finally ready for a change and you're ready to start something new. That means, in my opinion, that means that you're bored where you're at and you want to just keep going further. And instead of comparing yourself to other people, I recommend to celebrate your small victories, even if no one else thinks they're victories, if for you, they're victories and they're something, you know, you got to celebrate your small victories because no one knows how hard it was for you to go through it. Whether it's um, you're feeling lost and you're, you're so depressed and you're finally getting out of bed when you've been in bed for three days. That's amazing. You finally got out of the fucking bed like good for you, celebrate that little tiny victory. Or if you're feeling lost at your job and you finally realize that maybe you want a different career path, that's great because so many other people in their whole lifetime will go on their whole lifetime staying at a miserable job, but not you. You realize you wanted to do something else. And the fact that you were even able to figure out that you like something, most people in their lifetime don't even realize what they like or what they want to do in their life. So that's already one little step that you are further than someone else out there. So celebrate that. Um, okay, next question is, how can you tell when you finally moved on? I'm assuming from a breakup. I think you know when you start to think about them less and less, you stop trying to bring their name up every time in a conversation or try. So you stop trying to find a reason to reach out. Um, you start to check their social media less and less. You know, maybe you go from a few days for a few times a day to just like once a day to a few times a week to completely kind of forgetting what they're up to. And when someone brings up their name, your heart doesn't drop to the floor because you, you know that feeling when you first go through a breakup or you're really hurt by someone, friendship or breakup when their name gets brought up, your heart just completely drops. So when that feeling starts to fade is when you're slowly starting to move on. And 
I think the hardest part about moving on from someone is that at first, whenever something good happens or something bad happens, you realize that they're not there anymore to share with them. And I think eventually when you stop thinking about wanting to share those moments with that person or and you you stop trying to maybe even plot a way for them to see that moment, whether it's uh, somehow on social media or telling a friend, hoping they'll tell that person. When you stop doing all that, I think that's when you really have moved on. So you'll know. Last question was, what is something super weird about you that no one knows? Okay, so there's literally a lot of things that are really weird about me that people may or may not know. So I really had to sit down and think like, okay, what do people not know about me? Not even my friends. That's weird. And I have it. If you like me or if you have a crush on me or I make your pee-pee go up, then press fast forward through this little part. Cool. <laughs> Let me start from the beginning. When I was growing up, my father... um, for his job would be away a lot most of most of the year because he was an engineer and a lot of times he would either sail away for his job or he would, you know, go to China for a few months. So I only saw my dad four times of the year, every year, and he would be around for maybe close to a month. So I didn't really, growing up, especially as a child, if you don't see um, a parent, as often, you only see them four times a year. To be honest, you know, you don't, you're not really going to build a, a relationship with that person. You're not going to know them that well, especially as you're going through those awkward stages and everything. Um, so whenever my father would be in town, he he's a very handy man. So he would start, he would like be fixing everything, whether he needs to fix the fridge or, or fix the balcony, whatever. But he was always like working on something when he'd be home for like at least 30 days. My, my dad is allergic to deodorant and, and cologne and all that, like toiletries or whatever. So he can't use any of those. So if he's sweating, like he can't use deodorant. So anyway, while he will be working on these things, he would be sweating. And it got to the point that I would recognize the scent of sweat with my father and I've, I ended up growing to like it subconsciously because, <laughs> so that's where my weirdness comes from is that I actually like the scent of sweat when it comes from like my partner or I mean, I would say mainly like a person that I like, like not random people that are sweating like around me, like, uh, you know, I don't need my plumber to smell like sweat. I'm not going to be like, oh shit can I sniff you for a second? Like, that's not for me. <laughs> but it's more like when I like a person, they always get so embarrassed when they smell. But for me, I like that scent a lot because I associated with my father growing up and um, the smell of sweat, <laughs> it's so silly, but the smell of sweat um, reminds me of home and it, and it makes me feel safe in a weird way. Um, I like the smell of sweat so much that it's really hard for me to sweat, probably because I'm super dehydrated all the time. But when I do, when no one's looking, I sniff myself because I like the smell. <laughs> so you wanted weird. This is it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So let's start with the good parts about friendships and why we all love having friends. A, you need friends for everything. Like I've said before, you literally can't survive a breakup or a bad day or anything without someone who's a good friend and is there for you. A ride or die BFF is 
is so much more than a boyfriend, in my opinion. And that's why we end up getting so dependent on them because they give you so much more. That's your best friend. That's your ride or die. Now imagine she's gone. Ouch, right? How painful is that? What are you going to do? Like now when you have something good or bad to say, who are you going to say it to? And, and when you're upset over this friendship, usually when you're going through a breakup, you go to your best friend, but now you're, the breakup is with your best friend. So what do you do now? I just feel like we don't talk about it enough. Like even the movies like Titanic or The Notebook, if they rewrote it and it was about, you know, um, a friendship breakup instead of two lovers breaking up, they wouldn't publish it because they would think it's silly, but it's, it's not. When you fight with a friend, people always say, it'll be okay, just get over it. Or like, oh, it's fine, just make new friends. No one actually addresses how painful it can actually be to lose a friend. Sometimes it's even more painful than a real breakup. I think there's an expectation when it comes to friendship that they should be easy, especially as we get older, um, which honestly, I feel like is the opposite in my opinion. As we get older, we let less people in. We forgive less easily. We don't speak our mind as much as we were kids because we don't want to be dramatic or we just don't have time for it. It seems like we tend to call out our lovers for things way more than um, we would want to do with friends because we just don't feel like it's necessary for some reason. And then when it comes to friendship breakups, we just, we just don't know what to say a lot of the time because no one taught us what to say. There's no guidelines and everyone is telling us that it's not a big deal. So we don't know how to cope with it. And most importantly, we get so busy as adults pretending that we're fine and that everything is fine. And I think that's how issues arise until we completely grow apart. A lot of people have come to me this year or even in my DMs asking me about friendships and friendship breakups and what do I do? I miss this person. I was actually overwhelmed by, by how many people came to me about this. And also the fact that this year, for some reason, I've experienced a lot of shifts and changes in my friendships from making new friends to, to letting go of some old ones, whether it was a friendship that I was friends with somebody for 15 years to a friendship that I was with some friends with someone for six years, but for some, or, and even one for like a year. And for some reason, they're all, the ones who really are meaningful to me, it doesn't even matter how long I've been friends with those people. It all hurts the same amount to me. I think as I'm growing as a person, my friendships are starting to change. And to be honest, I really do like the new friends I'm making. And the whole in my opinion, in order to let go of a friendship breakup is to understand that maybe it's for the better. Maybe you are no longer the person you were when you were friends with that person. So maybe it is time for new friends to bring out something even better out of you. But I also know how painful it is. Someone asked me, why, why is a friendship breakup a lot of the time feels more painful than a relationship breakup? So I wrote a few things that, you know, when a friendship doesn't work out, you feel shame. Because you're so focused of trying to make relationships work and everyone tells you how friendships are supposed to just be easy, especially as we get older, that it's embarrassing if you couldn't figure out how to even keep a friendship. Like what is wrong with you that, that this is happening to you? We get so embarrassed a lot of the time that we kind of just don't really tell anyone because again, everyone's telling us that friendship breakups are not a big deal. So why are you crying over it? You know, friends, they know more about you than anyone else. It makes you feel exposed. It makes you feel vulnerable. And a lot of times you 
told your friend more things than you even told your partner. And I think that's why it's so hard then to say goodbye because it almost feels like they betrayed you. You shared so much with them and now now they they get to take that information with them and now they're gone. Even though it's just a friend and there's no uh, sexual intimacy there, it still feels like you weren't good enough for that person. And not having closure makes you feel like you weren't enough and it makes you question everything and you're confused. There's no clear guidelines of what to do when you're quote unquote breaking up. Unlike a lover breakup, it's like, okay, give me all your stuff. I'm going to pick up on my stuff. And then I'm probably going to take space from this person and block them or whatever. There's no like clear guidelines with friendships, especially when you're just like drifting apart. So you're like, okay, do I wait to call them or do I just start calling them less? Or when do I know when to give up on texting them? Or if I run into them, do I say hello or do I, or am I being angry? Or if we still have the same group of friends, how do I act around this per person? It's just awkward. There's actual research out there that shows the correlation of having good friends that it literally helps you heal physically and emotionally more than having a spouse. That having good stable friendships is good for your health and helps with longer, healthier lives. So with that being said, of course, losing a friend can feel physically and emotionally painful. I mean, how insane is that? The fact that there's research connected to good friendships can help you physically with your health more than a spouse. I was really surprised when I saw that. And the last thing, which is so insane. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> it's not insane to you guys, but it's insane to me because until I... I, until I watched all these TED Talks about friendships and, and uh, 
did research about this in order to do this podcast today, it didn't hit me how important expectations are. So a lot of times when friendship breakups happen, it's because expectations were different. Because again, you can't, you don't label anything in a friendship. In a relationship, expectations happen and you kind of let your partner know, hey, I like when you do this. Hey, I like when you do that. In friendship, you can enter into a friendship and you two can have completely different expectations and you are not aware of it because you're not talking about it, which I'm not going to lie. This was mind blowing to me because this explains so much about some of my friendships that didn't work out, especially one of one friendship that didn't work out super recently. And a lot of times that's what happens where you're drifting apart or it feels like it's too much or your friend is saying you're a bad friend, quote unquote, when you feel like you're doing everything you're supposed to do as a good friend. And it's only because your expectations are different. How crazy is that? Like maybe one friend expects you to call her every day and to always be with her around and to help you with every single thing and blah, blah. And then the other friend expects to maybe talk to you a few times a week and she still considers you her best friend, but she's like busy with her life. Like there's so many different expectations, you know, even calling someone back that day or always responding to texts, even little things like that are expectations. And I think we don't realize that when we enter into our friendship, how different our expectations are of of friendships and how the love we want and we give is different. Like, it's just, that's mind blowing to me. I was actually, (laughs) it's crazy that I was actually surprised. A question that a lot of people ask me, how to get over a friendship breakup. There's no right or wrong answer. Trust me. I researched about it and I was surprised just as much as you do, you, you were that there's like nothing concrete, but I wrote a few things down that can help you, whether it's a friendship breakup where the person just started to ghost you or it's toxic and you have to let them go or whatever it is, or, you know, they chose their boyfriend over you. In my opinion, number one is you have to say your piece. If the friendship meant something to you, you have to let them know how it's making you feel instead of just being silent about it or just texting them like, hey, what's up? Can we can we hang out? Whatever. Like, you know. Be like, hey, I need to have a conversation with you. Most of the time when I feel something, I, I send a text. Uh, I do not recommend that. I think I think those type of conversations, whether it's in a, with a lover or with a friend, they need to be either in person or on the phone. So that I would say that's better. But you have to say your piece so they know that they're hurting you or they know how you're feeling. And then if they're not reciprocating, even after that, you have to let go. You can't obsess about what you said or what you didn't because you gave your friend a chance and you tried. You said your piece, now you have to take a step back. Another thing is you have to understand your emotions and you have to really feel them. Fuck the fact that everyone keeps telling you that it's not a big deal if you're going through a friendship breakup or they'll come around or whatever. It doesn't matter. The emotions you're experiencing right now are real emotions that are genuinely affecting your well-being. So you have to deal with them. So talk to another friend about it. Not a not a friend in the same group, by the way. Do not do that. Talk to another friend that doesn't really know that friend or talk to your, your sibling or, or to a parent. But try to deal with the emotions and understand why you're feeling all this pain because you're letting a person go and also be okay with it. Don't think it's weird because it's not. Um, then you have to take space and you have to also be okay with not stalking them to see what they're doing and then get jealous if they're out with other friends or whatever. Like you just have to let them have their own life. And I know it's hard because we're feeling emotions of like, why don't they love me as much as I love them? Like, why am I 
like it's fine. Like maybe I'm not good enough for my partner for, for a lover, but now I'm not even fucking good enough for my friend. Like what is wrong with me? You can't have those thoughts. That person just went a separate way for whatever reason. And it's in your best interest to do the same. Like I said, you have to find support, but do not badmouth your friend because it would only make you look bad. Especially if you have, if you're in the same click, maybe take a step back from that click for a little bit or, but whatever you do, don't talk trash to a common friend. I've actually, I've even made that mistake and that's not never a good idea and only makes you look bad. And then it starts drama, blah, blah. Try to take the high road. Accept that a lot of the time during friendship breakups, there's no closure and you have to be okay with it. Even if you said your piece, maybe they didn't respond. And then you have to learn how to make new friends. You have to start to figure out how to open up again. Um, I don't, like I said before, I don't think the strength of a friendship is based on the duration. So you can make new friends who you're going to end up trusting them more and having a better, bigger bond with them. And it's going to feel stronger than with someone you knew for 10 years. Like I said, my new friends this year, the bond that I've created with them because they bring out the best in me. I've changed so much this year and I've worked so much and I'm still working on myself. And I like the person I am when I'm around my friends because they're so positive. So they bring out the best in me. So I think we make the mistake thinking you only need to look for that in a partner that's like your lover. But you can, you should only, you should also be looking for that in a friend. I was just recently going through a friendship breakup that I didn't even realize I was going through a breakup. While I was doing research about friendship stuff, I was driving home, listening to a sad song. It's Changes by XX Tension or something. I was listening to that song and it's a really sad song. And suddenly I started to cry because something hit me during my research about friendships that holy shit, I'm currently going through a friendship breakup and I didn't even realize it with one of my friends because this time it's not even the toxic friendship is just someone that let me go that the text started to come less and less. She stopped calling. She moved. She made, she got the minute she got a boyfriend, she just forgot I existed. And I realized like, I did like, wait, I just realized that our friendship has become so one-sided where it's just me reaching out all the time. And when I find like when I recently came out with my podcast and all my friends supported me, she didn't care to support me at all. Like she was just too busy. She didn't even answer my texts. And while I was always there for her, supporting her through every single endeavor and business thing that she had. And it start it didn't even hit me because I was in denial about it. Like I think a lot of us are. And every time she would randomly text me hey, do you know where I can find this? Or, hey, can you help me with that? Right away, I would jump up and I'd be like, oh my God, hey, I missed you. And then I, I write like a whole, I help her. And then I write like a whole essay of, of how I feel and how much I miss her. And then again, like she goes to me. I don't hear from her. And then again, when she randomly reaches out, I'm like, like a, a kid in a candy store. I get so excited to hear from her. And it wasn't until me right now doing this research about friendships, that I was like, holy shit, I'm going through a friendship breakup without even realizing like this girl, I think we are closer than we really are. And whatever chapter she started in her life, she just forgot about me. And, uh, holy shit. I think I'm going to cry. That's so crazy. So this is what I mean. How crazy it is. I didn't even realize I was sad about it until now. And I think, I think it's because there's no closure 
like we've talked about it with the toxic friend, you know, they're bad for you, but what about a friend that was always good for you and you, they were there for you through, you know, hard times and now they're gone. It's hard to accept it. <laughs> I'm crying as I'm talking about it, but I think after I cried about it, even though I'm tearing up about it right now, cause I'm just sad to think about it you have to be okay with letting them go. Like now that I understand that I'm actually going through a friendship breakup because there was no closure. So I didn't fucking realize it because no one told me. Now that I know that I've been giving more to this friendship than she has, I am going to take a step back. What I do first, I said my piece. I let her know. I don't like how this is making me feel. I feel like this is so one-sided. What happened? Did she respond? No, she doesn't have time. She's so busy with her new life. Do I believe in my heart that eventually she'll come around? Yeah. But do I think for, I don't know, I can't give you an advice on what you should do when someone like that comes around that already hurt you. I think maybe take it slow. Don't jump into a friendship. Make make boundaries and expectations so you're aware of where this friendship is going to go so it doesn't happen again. I guess I was giving advice. But for me personally, for me to get teary-eyed even right now to discuss it, that means that friendship meant a lot to me. So do I think I would be able to forgive? Yes. But would I be able to forget how it's made me feel during a moments like this this year where I needed my friend to be around and she completely forgot about me? No. Would we, will we ever be the same? No. Because she got used to being, not being around me and I'm going to have to get used to her not being in my life. Fuck, man. I just went through all the feels. It, it hurts so bad when you have no closure with a friend. I, I get that now. I, I, I understand. <sighs> yeah. Look, if I can get through it, you can do it too. You just have to accept the fact that they've moved on and you have to move on too. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you're not good enough for them because you're good enough for yourself. Because right now, in my, like for example, in my life, my other friends, even my new friends have been there for me and she hasn't. So... I have to, I'll always love her, but I, I have to let go of uh, our good memories and and accept that now I have new friends that will be there for me and who like me for who I am and will call me and will answer my texts. And you have to be happy for your friend for moving on, which I am. I'm just sad. Anyway, um, in another episode... I'll answer, I didn't obviously didn't get a chance to get to all the other questions about friendship breakups and all that. And in another episode, I'll, I'll discuss going through a friendship breakup with the toxic person, whether it's a negative one that you know you have to dump uh, versus the one that just loves you too much, but they're still somehow toxic because they just bring drama and negativity and all that. Both of those you have to let go, even the ones that love you a lot two different types of toxic friendships I went through. One that I, one friend that I still love so much, but we just weren't good for each other. While the other friendship, it's toxic because this person is constantly the victim and this person brings me down and I don't, they don't have good intentions for me. But for some reason, something in my heart, I just want to see the best in that person and I keep her around. So the first person will always be there for me. The second person will let me down. And yet... Both of these people I've had to let go. Both of these people turn out to be toxic for me. And well, not both of those people turn out to be toxic for me. And both of those people still felt painful. And still, still to this day, I, I've been lingering on those friendships that I know I have to let go. 
So I'll discuss that in a different episode and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss friendships again, because again, it's just such a broad subject and there's so much to cover, but I did at least get to share with you my experience of currently going through a friendship breakup without realizing I'm going through it because like I said, no closure, no one told me, apparently I got dumped and I didn't even realize it. (laughs) Um, But I'm happy I cried in the car. It helped me move my emotions and help me accept what was happening. And me tearing up right now is me just missing my good friend. I do miss her and I do love her. And I do wish she apologized and I do wish she, yeah, it's fine. Anyway, guys, that's it for now. Like I said, the subject is too broad, but hopefully you took some part from from this episode and it helped you a little bit. All right, cuties, hope you took in this episode. Hope you have a beautiful day. Don't forget to be kind to yourself and don't forget to tune in to the last episode of the month. It's really good. It's how to mend a broken heart with an expert. That's how we always close the month every single month on the podcast. And this is how we're going to close the month of breakups and cheating with Guy Wench on how to mend a broken heart. It's going to be really good. So make sure you tune in. And then on Friday, you will get the video footage of it on YouTube. Love you.